0: Welcome to the Everletic Bytes
1: Expert Chats Podcast, where we get professional insights from thought leaders in marketing and business communication so you can amplify your campaigns. Candice is a senior digital copywriter with a passion for strategy by day and a mom and personal development junkie by night. She's been writing professionally for almost a decade and has been working at Everlytic for the last three years. Welcome. Thank you. So excited to be here. Excited to have you. Yeah. Why is customer centricity so important in marketing?
0: Okay, so there are many powerful stats to speak to the impact of customer centricity. So, for instance, McKinsey found that 70% of buying experiences are based on how a customer feels. They're being treated. Mm. Deloitte found customer centric companies are 60% more profitable than those that aren't. Bain & Company found companies with a customer experience mindset drive 1% to 8 percent Higher revenue. Mm-hmm. Nielsen found that 92% of customers trust earned media, like recommendations and things like that. So mm-hmm. the more customer centric you can get, the more likely you are to get recommendations and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that also, the, it also ties in with the the personal approach, the actual like contact with a person. This sort of thing gives you competitive edge. So Mm. the, especially for smaller companies. So if you can differentiate yourself from a bigger brand because you are more hands on with your people, with your, with your customers and they, they really feel seen and heard by you, Mm. then, then, then they're more likely to want to come to you. Absolutely. There's, it also improves longevity. So, you know, you, it ties into your brand. It becomes your, your brand personality kind of thing. Mm. And, and then you build a relationship with your clients. And that creates longevity for your business and builds relationships. So it's, you know, these kinds of things when it's a personal relationship, that, when it's a friendship that you have with yeah. your clients, it's more likely to
1: keep it. Definitely. Less transactional. More relationship focused.
0: Yeah, yeah, and talk about all the retention and and that kind of thing. So it all ties into
1: bigger goals. Awesome. And how can marketers apply this in their marketing strategies?
0: Okay, so the first rule in marketing is know your audience. This is something I mean, a lot of marketers will learn. For me, as a as a copywriter, the way that I did this was to understand your audience's needs, Mm. to provide a solution to those needs and to use a lot of you and your language in the writing. Mm. Um, Now, this isn't just good in copywriting, this is good in marketing overall. So it's a general principle, particularly In digital, it's really, really good to apply this thing in in digital marketing specifically.
1: Mm, Less about me as the brand. It's more about you, how I can help you. Yes. Yeah. Speaking to the, speaking to the
0: audience's needs and providing and providing a solution.
1: Mm, Mm. No,
0: definitely. And why, especially in digital? So. The way that I see it right is in digital, you're not standing on a podium talking to thousands of people. And that's, and that's usually the kind of perspective that we have with digital Mm. is because we are, we're speaking to multiple people, but you're not speaking to them all at once. You're speaking to one person on a device on the other side of their phone or their laptop or something. So you're actually having one-on-one conversations, but at scale Mm. (laughs) so it's a it's a different sort of mind shift and like for instance if you go to a dinner party for example if you're having a conversation with somebody at a dinner party you don't just sit there talking about yourself you you talk about the other person you speak to what what are the what are your interests what do you what do you like um and 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 that's how a conversation
1: goes it's not Mm. just about yourself which should go That's how it should go. (laughs) Yes,
0: we will be there. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy.
1: (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. And do you want to talk a little bit about Donald Miller's book? Because I heard you speaking about him at the IAB event that you chatted at. Mm, Yes. So Donald Miller's book is called Building
0: a Story Brand. Mm. And what I really like I really love about it. It brings in storytelling Mm. and he talks about the, the seven step storytelling framework, which includes a character who has a problem and meets a guide who gives them a plan, calls them to action, which helps to avoid failure and ends in a success. Now, what I focused on particularly in that, in that presentation wasn't, wasn't about all of these seven steps. It was mainly about the three main characters. And mm. I think this is really the key and the crux of, 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 of my message is that to reposition yourself. So often brands get stuck into focusing on me, what, what value we can add, what mm. functions we have, what services we have. And and so me, 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 mm. this sort of, Mentality helps, helps to shift that. So the three characters are, there's, for instance, a hero. Mm -hmm. Um, your hero, for example, would be, say, Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and then you'd get, this is the person everybody wants to be. So Mm. this is, I mean, we, I mean, it's perfectly normal because this is how we experience the world, right? Yes. We experience a world from, from our own perspective. Yes. It's hard position to shift, but. This is the person we relate to this is a person this is how we see ourselves these are the people we want to be then the other character is the guide Mm. so this would be yoda for instance Mm. the guide knows where the hero is going the guide has been there the guide has a path a strategy a Mm. plan um that you can implement and 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 Gives you the tools to become the hero, mm. you know.
1: And he cares about the hero.
0: And he cares about the hero. Mm. He wants the he- the hero to succeed. He partners with the hero. They're yeah. like a, he's a an important sidekick. Mm. And then the third character is the villain, is the one we fear. That it's it's like the problems we face in mm. our lives. Um, these are the the things we dread, <laughs> we're trying to avoid. Yeah. Um, and the importance of these three characters is to to reposition yourself as the guide. Mm. Rather than the hero, so many brands position themselves as a hero, talking about themselves as like the the dinner party example, and rather to reposition yourself as the guide instead, as mm. the partner for you know the the partner that your customers can work with.
1: Yeah, because consumers they've lost patience with that. It's what can you do for me? How do you solve my problems? I I don't really care that you can do X Y Z. What does that actually mean for me? Absolutely. There's so much competition
0: everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, it's an absolute differentiator if you connect personally.
1: Yeah. And I think everyone just wants to be Yoda. I want to be Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> so what can marketers do to apply customer centricity like this in the email marketing campaigns? Okay. So email
0: marketing specifically, I have, I have five, five main tips. First one coming back to basics know your audience still better you know get to know who they are mm. do your market research have the underground conversations um do your competitor analysis check out the competition there's 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 so much you can google it do some research about how to do market research as well mm. understand them personally you know get to know what their problems are how they feel what's their level of education you know that kind of thing will change mm. how you speak to them also know where to reach them So before they join your list, you need to know how to attract them. What platforms are they using? Um, are Mm. they on social media? Are they on forums? Mm. Are they, uh, are they in physical places? How do Mm. you connect with them? And
1: that's so important because often brands think they need to be on all the social media platforms everywhere on the billboards. But you know, you really need to know where your audience is most consuming their content. Mm, Absolutely. And double down on what works Mm. uh,
0: rather than, rather than spreading yourself too thin on on places where that don't for sure and then once you've got this information you can create buyer personas and this is this is really this is really key because you there's so many different types of people who are going to to be interested in your brand mm. uh speak to three or four you know kind of categories of people that you can connect with and, and customize your marketing in that way mm. Then uh, tip two is get smart about collecting your data. So it always helps to start with a short form, mm. um, a subscription form. So, for instance, you want people to subscribe to your newsletter base. You have a subscription form mm. on your website. Start with a short one. So studies have found that the more fields you have – in your subscription form, the less likely people are to fill in that form. Mm. So keep it as short as possible. I recommend first name, email address. Yeah, especially because uh, first name really helps with personalization. Yeah, so you get to say hi, Karen, uh, <laughs> in your email. Yes, and that's a good way to start just having a conversation. Mm. Second thing is. Gather data over time. So rather than for having a nice long form, gather your data slowly over time. And you can do this in, uh, in two specific ways. Firstly, you can ask people for their data. So have a survey, uh, a campaign to get them to update their profiles mm. on your, or, you know, with the, the details in your system, or you can track their behavior. So an email specifically, if you've got the right platform, you can track things like, what links they click in an mm. email, which ones they open, um, what they seem to show more in topics they, s- they show more interest in and that kind of thing.
1: Mm. Which uh, always helps for personalization. So if I like pink handbags, then, you know, the next newsletter may include some pink handbag specials as an example. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, the more, the more you, if your clients, your contacts show repeated interest in pink handbags Mm. then you can customize the deals if you want to send male or female details i mean that wouldn't be a tracking that would be something you ask them in in a survey Mm. but then you can you can customize things like you can send male specific clothing or female specific products and that kind of thing yeah for sure Cool. Tip three, test different content strategies. So email marketing is still the most used channel for interactions between people and companies. Mm. I mean, it's a. The return is amazing. Mm. Yeah. And it's an absolute staple in the business world. Mm. It's, it's not going away anytime soon. But what works for one business won't necessarily work for the other, especially in terms of marketing specifically. Mm. You've got to try different things and see see what works for your business. So when you're doing that, stay committed to adding value to your audience. So, you know, while ever you you're providing content that they want to receive, they're less likely to unsubscribe. You're Mm. likely to keep them interested in what you have to offer. You can also A B test different things. So Mm. for instance, you can A B test subject lines to see which one is more likely to be opened or clicked on. Mm. Uh, You can test different imagery, different layouts, uh, different content, different writing style. Yeah. And A B test those, you know, one at a time and see what works best for your audience Mm. sometimes video works really well snackable content like blog type intro things you can link to blogs Mm -hmm. guides uh podcasts you know (laughs) all sorts of different content might work but it's about testing out to see what works best
1: and seeing what exactly seeing what people engage with the most Mm. yeah
0: definitely cool my tip number four is customize your content at scale Automation and customer journeys. Mm, brilliant. Mm. So automation and customer journeys allow you to not just use your customer data to customize, it, you know, an individual email, but it allows you to customize the entire experience, the mm. entire journey that they go on based on, you know, who they are and what they have shown demonstrated interest in. Mm. Uh, it enables you to set up parameters for personalization in the system and automate the personalization process on every single cent so for instance you could have if you purchase an item online then you get a three email workflow which Mm. is the first one would be like here's your purchase thank you for purchasing in a a summary of what they've purchased the follow-up could be what to expect next when you to expect your delivery and that kind of thing. Mm. And the, and the final one could be a, you know, a week later or two weeks later, once they've got their product asking them for a, for a review mm. and that kind of customizes and personalizes the experience because they can see, okay, well, these are my actual products. You can ask for reviews based on those specific products. And it really allows a bit more of a conversational sort of experience of, of, of what's been going on.
1: Yeah. And I think the best thing is that it's automated. So. Once you've set it up, it kind of just runs in the background and it saves your team massive amounts of time.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's the best part is that you got customized experience. you got the personal touch without the the effort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, the initial effort up front, I guess, but then once that's done.
0: Yeah, once it's done and it rolls, which yeah, is cool. Brilliant. Yeah. Cool. Then tip five is be self-aware and agile on my personal development <laughs> note i think self-awareness and and being able to be open to the fact that things change yeah what works one day is not necessarily going to work in a, a month's time mm. a six month's time uh, you need to be able to adapt and sometimes that means accepting that what you're doing doesn't work anymore and figuring out what will work yeah and again that comes back down to knowing your audience, understanding your audience, speaking to your audience, having conversations with your audience, yeah, to find where you can better meet them.
1: Yeah, and that makes me think of 2020. You know, everyone had a plan, and it was like, this is my plan. And if you weren't agile in that state, you would struggle to recover from it. So being agile with your plan and, and being able to say, okay, well, you know, it's not set in stone, let's change. Let's change our communication strategy. Let's Let's adapt and go with the flow Mm, absolutely
0: i mean the world became very different very quickly yeah (laughs) and i mean that's a that's an absolute rupture to society at large and these things happen too but i mean even in your everyday in even in just everyday marketing without (laughs) global (laughs) catastrophe um things it's it's just um paying attention yeah for sure Mm. On that note, there's also being customer centric versus content centric. Mm. So something I think a lot of marketing teams can get into the habit of doing is, is being content centric. And that's, a, that's like a production line, right? It's, mm. uh, we're writing a blog post. We're sharing this blog post on social media. We're sending it out in an email. This is like, it becomes the process. yeah, And that's, there's a little bit of a mental shift going on there. So you, instead of having the customer at the end, you've got to bring the customer back to the center of your focus. Mm. Where is the customer? What are they interested in? What do they want? What are their challenges? What are their challenges? Where are they? What platforms are they on? Mm. And then create content for that. You know, the content creation is at the end of the process. Mm. The customer is at the beginning. And I think coming back to that, repeatedly coming back, okay, is this actually where my customer is? Is that Mm. actually what my customer wants? Is it actually where my customer is?
1: Mm.
0: And repeatedly doing that.
1: Mm. Always questioning yourself, like, is this, how does this solve a pain point? Mm. Will my customer get value? Again, back to your tips, always add value. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you so much for the insightful tips. I'm sure our listeners have some direction now on how to start their journey into customer centricity. And we can all agree that it is of utmost importance. This is not the first time the advice for understanding your audience has come through in one of our podcasts, and I'm sure it won't be the last. Customers want to feel like your brand just gets them. And in the words of Yoda himself, In a dark place we find ourselves, and a little more knowledge lights our way. (laughs) Thanks so much for sharing your knowledge today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Great. Until next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye.
0: You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.